Hey friends, Mina here. Just jumping in here to let you guys know we have something so exciting. It's a free masterclass and we created it just for you right now. We keep getting questions. How do I pivot and sell right now? The number one question we get is how can I make more sales? And so we want to teach you how to create a plan to boost your sales and grow your business right now. So if you want this totally free masterclass that we've created for product-based businesses, head over to pivotandsell.com. We'll see you in there. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlosita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey everybody, Jacqueline and Mina here, your co-hosts of the Product Boss Podcast. Today, we will be sharing a conversation we had with a fellow female founder. You see, we believe women helping women is what the world needs more of. Introducing our female founder episodes, where we interview fellow female entrepreneurs and highlight their small business. Our goal is to shine a spotlight on product businesses to encourage our community to support each other learn from each other, buy from each other, and lift each other up. So let's jump in. And welcome, ladies. So we want to introduce Grace Nixon-Peterson and Leah Nixon. They are two sisters turned business partners who have kept dancing no matter what and no matter how many times they have gotten knocked down. And they are the founders, owners, and the artists behind Tiny and Snail. So welcome to the podcast, ladies. Thank Thank you. you. So good to be here with you. We're excited to have you. So Grace and Leah are sisters. So would you mind just telling us really quickly, you're both in different states, right? Right. So I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I'm in South Dakota. South Dakota. So two business partners that are in two different states, just like Mina and I. So Mm -hmm. there's definitely some stuff we can dig into there. So first, tell us a little bit about Tiny and Snail. What, What is your business? So we are a stationary company that's dedicated to putting magic back in the mail with greeting cards that people want to keep. Um, and so absolutely every card or print or product that we put out, we try to infuse magic and joy into it and really make it like a piece of art. And you're both and the like artists. high quality. Right. And you're both yeah. the artists as well behind it. Yep. yep. Yeah. I mean, some cards are completely Leah's design. Some cards are completely mine. And then some of them were able to like merge our artwork together, which is always really cool too. Great. And so tell us a little bit of background. When did you get started with Tiny and Snail? How did you create it, right? Because you both are have a fine arts background. Is that right? Or uh, Leah, you do? I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went to college for four years for painting. But I think we really started when we were little kids coloring at the kitchen table. <laughs> um, but then when we really started the company, it was a few years out. Grace had finished teaching with uh, Teach for America and I was down in Kentucky and I was kind of like in the middle of nowhere, but I, I had moved there because of my husband um, or my now husband. Um, and 
I was really struggling because I was so isolated and I felt like I couldn't get a job that like really um, used my talents in that area. So I moved back. Well, before we moved, I moved back to Rapid City. Um, I was having a conversation with Grace and she had started a Etsy shop where she was selling handmade cards, like individually handmade cards. And I just had the insight one day. I was like, Grace, I need somebody to boss me around and <laughs> help, help me do the bookkeeping end of things. You need somebody who like has hands that work well and don't get so sore. And like somebody who can, you know, make a, a mass quantity of each card, you know? And so we started working together and it probably took us about a year to design like our base signature collection and then uh and just get up a website and then we actually launched it uh, october 2017 was when we launched our signature collection yeah. <laughs> and uh, i don't recommend doing this but i started a new job on the exact same day that our website opened up <laughs> i started working as a construction laborer for habitat for humanity uh that same day so that was kind of interesting you're like yeah I'll, I'll just keep it real busy <laughs> so um okay so really quick back to the name tiny and snail who it's named after both of you so who's tiny and who's snail i'm tiny and i'm snail <laughs> and then um leah you used to you were you actually lived in a tiny house right you used to yeah. live in a tiny house yeah i've built two tiny houses one like uh eight feet by 25 feet long and then the other one is like 13 feet by 10 feet, or eight feet wide so yeah I really was into the tiny life and that's how I got into construction and is that um how you got the name tiny like the nickname I we've worked with sort of. ladies okay so we worked with you ladies for about a year now we were just trying to go back in time so they were in our mastermind with us and um recently graduated and we'll get into all the amazing things they've done um just in a matter of weeks but uh, so tell us about the names. Like, where did they come from? I mean, we were batting around so many names, you know, back and forth and um, found some good ones, but didn't quite find like the one. And then Leah was scrolling on Instagram one day and she came across a, a family friend. He had posted a little cartoon that his daughter Ellie had done. And it was the adventures of Tiny and Snail. And Leah was just like, oh my gosh, I think I found our name. Like, and so we asked Ellie and her parents, like, could we take this into the world of stationery? Um, because we just thought like, yeah, Leah with the tiny houses. Um, I've loved snail mail for forever. And so, and Leah was like, and it kind of sounds like a law firm, which is just extra hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so and much. So, um, so yeah, so we, Ellie gave us her blessing and we were able to, bring it into the world of stationery. Amazing. Okay. So that was October of 2017. Now the title of this podcast is to two sisters to keep dancing, no matter how many times they get knocked down and your story, when we first met you and, and discovered you online, actually, like we became fans of yours before. I think you even ever knew about us, um, is your story. And it's a really impactful story, but also one in which you've really, like you have, you've gotten back up and you keep doing it. So would you mind Leah telling um, our listeners just a little bit more about your story? What happened after you launched this business and you started working at Habitat for Humanity? 
Yeah, so I was really happy working at Habitat. It was kind of a grueling job. And then in the evenings, I would come home and work on tiny and snail stuff. But in August of 2018, we were working on a house and putting up rafters with a telehandler, which is like a forklift, but with a really long arm. It's a 22,000 pound machine. And it had rained really hard at lunch. Um, but we didn't think there was a grant or a weather days built onto the grant that we were operating under. And so we decided to keep going and I was responsible for holding the guide rope that was tied to the rafters so that they wouldn't swing around and like hit somebody out of the second floor. So I don't know, I was struggling with that because the rain had turned the soil just like into this really slick clay. And, you know, at the time I was only 120 pounds and so <laughs> I felt like a little mouse being or like leading a brontosaurus. And actually, I think that was one of my last thoughts um, that I remember of that day, because I don't remember anything after that, but apparently somebody saw the telehandler starting to tip and they yelled at me to get out of the way, but I wasn't able to get out of the way. And so uh, the arm actually, well, the whole thing toppled over and um, fell onto my right leg. Um, and in the meantime, I think because of the force of being knocked backwards, um, two of my vertebrae, uh, T4 and T5, which is like in the upper back, just kind of underneath the armpits. I, I got a burst fracture on those. So it basically like shattered those, tore apart my spinal cord. Um, and I woke up a few days later. And actually, the first question I asked, which was Grace flew in right away, and um, I'm really glad she did because she was one of the few people who could like interpret my finger spelling into her hand. And the first question I asked was, "Can I still draw?" And I don't even remember asking that question, but that's how like central drawing is to my life. So, Grace, can you add a little bit to that story too? Because I'm sure that there was so much going through your mind, your sister. You get the call. What was happening in your end of the world? Yeah, my mom called me late that afternoon and said, I have some really hard news to tell you. Um, and said, like, Leah's in surgery right now, and she was crushed by this piece of machinery. And um, it was crazy. Like, I just, the weight of hearing that one of the people who I adore most in the entire world was literally like hanging by a thread. Um, for her life, I, it just crushed me. Um, and I'm so far away. I was in Milwaukee. And so um, I just remember like sitting that night on the couch and my husband was just holding me and I was just weeping and saying like, God, you have to let her live and you have to let her still have use of her hands. And um, miraculously, both of those things happened. Um, so I my parents helped get me a plane ticket right away. I flew in. Um, and then I was in the ICU with Leah and our whole family, um, for the next 30 days. It was just this total roller coaster, um, multiple surgeries. Her right leg ended up being amputated during that time. Um, kind of in the ICU, like you think things are getting better and you'll have like a pretty good kind of boring day. And then it'll just dive right back into scariness. Um, so yeah, it was really touch and go. Um, 
But I think like eight or nine days in, um, I brought the laptop in and I was like, Leah, I'm so sorry. But like, I need your help <laughs> putting up on the website that we can't get shipments out right now. <laughs> um, and so we had a business meeting right there in the ICU. Perfect. On painkillers and everything. <laughs> Did you have your Keep Dancing collection yet at that time? Was that already brought no. out? No, not yet. No, no, okay. no, no. Okay. No, Keep Dancing was sort of a mantra that came out of the accident, actually, because okay. in the ICU, um, one of the doctors, a neurologist, was trying to get me to use my hands and arms still because, like, you know, that's hugely important to, like, just keep them moving and keep those muscles and nerves working. So he, like, had me do these exercises with my hands, like, spreading my fingers out, like, 10 times in a row, and lifting up my hands and then, like, putting them over my head and after, you know, a whole full day passes and you're supposed to do that every hour, it's like, oh my gosh, how is it another hour already? (laughs) Uh, Especially the breathing exercises were the ones that, uh, but anyway, I I said, you know what, this would be a lot easier if we turned on some music. And so that's what we did. We just started having dance parties in the ICU. So keep dancing sort of became like, you know, a a phrase for us to, uh, that meant like, just keep doing what you love to do and just keep going forward. And so it's really stuck with us. And um, the year anniversary after my accident, we released the keep dancing line. Which is crazy because Leah spent these 30 days in ICU. Then she was life flighted to Denver to start rehab. And she did seven months of rehab. And so like, Within this year, we were able to put out, you know, a collection. She ended up getting married last July. Um, I was working on a book. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Illustrating a book. So it was just, it's pretty amazing. I think that she was making home modifications. Yeah. I don't even know. I I mean, mean, I don't make... I don't want to make people feel bad about their lack of productivity. <laughs> <laughs> but you should. No. Somehow. I, I could do it. So, you know, what's um, your excuse? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and I think like, and we've been going, we, we were in the mastermind with you during even this time of the pandemic. And I think your positivity, the two of you, um, just so everyone knows if you, if you can't see us live on Facebook, um, you know, Leah is in a chair. Um, in a wheelchair and she has had to move out of her, unfortunately, out of her tiny homes into like this accessible home, but, but you're doing great. And we love seeing you in your office and all that. But like they said that she had use of her hands because she really is like the most gifted of artists. And there's so many spiritual things about you and the stories you all tell. And, and, um, I think that's one of the reasons you had such an impact on us before we met you. And then I think that you continue to have success and impact on other people because you, if you follow them, so please go follow tiny and mm-hmm. snail and we'll put the link in the show notes and they're still they, dancing. They're still there. dancing and they'll do dance parties even with like a friend or their brother or, and, and they've dealt with other traumas um, and other family, you know, health issues the year after Leah's accident and they still smile and they still dance and they still put out positivity and love into the world. So, I mean, just if you ever need to be lifted up, follow these two ladies. Mm -hmm. Now I want to get into lifting you two up because you are killing it 
right now with your business. So let's talk a little no bit. No pun intended. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> let's talk yeah. a little bit about um, in the last year. So in the last year, we met you about a year ago and you launched, let's say, the Keep Dancing Collection. And tell us a little bit about what you're selling now, how you're selling, and maybe some of the amazing things that are happening. Yeah. So the Keep Dancing Collection last year, we launched it on August 14th, the one-year anniversary of Leah's accident, um, which we have reclaimed, and we call it Leah Lived Day. And that was just such an amazing day last year, um, and we really wanted to celebrate again for year two. And so this year, we created the Courage Collection um, to launch on Leah Lived Day, and just had an incredible response. Like last year's collection was great and did really well. Um, And this year we doubled the number of sales with the Courage Collection. So people have just been so supportive and so amazing. Um, I have some of the, Leah did all of the magic on this particular collection and it's just like so beautiful. Oh my Uh, gosh. There's a a tiger card that says you're a bad. You're a bad. This one is really amazing. So there's this Phoenix rising from the ashes and um, it says like a Phoenix, you rose from ashes. Happy rebirth day. The world wouldn't be the same without you. Oh, oh my gosh. I love that so much. See how impactful they are. I mean, there's the words that I think from the two of you, the, the brilliance is that the word, the marriage of the words and the art and how, and how heart connected they are. And, and we've seen it in your family. They're very open about their family and their family dynamics and their parents and how close they are with their parents. And, um, I think that same link that like heart thread link Mm -hmm. really links between the art and what you deliver to your customers. Yeah. Yeah, That bond. Yeah. Jacqueline, like, that was probably the most impactful advice we ever got. Uh, which From is, you. Yeah. <laughs> One day you were saying that, like, I think you were talking specifically about our Stardust and Fireworks card, maybe. And you were just saying, like, the more you can put, like, that into your products, like, that is going to be the thing that really drives your sales and your business and yeah, the magic, right? Something, something just switched to my brain when you said that. And like, yeah, I think I was holding back a little bit on tiny and snail, like from appearing on the like Instagram stories or things like that, or like my, my descriptions were like kind of generic before. And now I just like, feel like I'm like putting all of myself in there and it's like, way more comfortable. And I think people gravitate to towards it even more. So. Well, I'm glad you put yourself out there. I mean, Grace and Leah, like, um, you know, kind of like Mina and I, Grace, (laughs) Grace would show up more on camera and Leah were like, Leah has, is such a, like the soul of this business as well. And so it was also putting yourself out there, but yes, I think connecting that. So I'm so glad that that worked, um, in this. So some successes. So for some, so people to learn from you too, as female founders, what are some sort of key things that you've done that have sort of been the thing that sort of skyrocketed you forward a little bit? Cause it's, I feel like a, you know, a man landing on the moon and like that, that leap, like you don't take a step, but it leaps you forward. And I feel like that's happened for you a few times over the last couple of years has been something like pivotal that has kind of jumped you to the next part. So would you mind sharing some of that? Getting crushed oh. by a telehandler really was a leap forward. Okay, <laughs> number one. Yeah, I highly one. recommend one of the partners getting paralyzed. <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> no, but I mean, it does feel like, you know, it pushed us way back, but then at the same time, like it really has helped us. Well, I just feel like every day since I almost died is such a opportunity of blessing. And like, I feel like it really, I always tried to live out of a place of abundance, but I think even more now I'm just like, man, like I can do this. Like I am still alive and able to do this and like, why not turn myself into it as much as I can? And so like, I think that's been really big. Um, just having the opportunity to do that. But uh, another huge thing was just like the decision at the beginning to work together. I feel so bad for people who work by themselves because <laughs> there's just so much to manage. <laughs> I don't know how people do it. You know, I, you probably get that. They find their community. That's how they do it. They really do. You have yeah. to find your people. You, yeah. you were born with your people. You know, yeah. I found Jacqueline. Thank goodness. I always tell her you could have turned out to be a psychopath. Thank goodness. I still say I may be. <laughs> she's like, no, she doesn't say I may be. She says I am a psychopath. But she can, just handle, she can just handle my psycho. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they find their community, but agree that makes such a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you don't have a partner that the thing is, is that you find the community for, I think the mindset support oftentimes, and then you will hire the next person when you That's can true. do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you two are able to kind of grasp a lot of things like <laughs> Grace bringing you a computer into the hospital bed. And like, can you, <laughs> I know that this just happened to you, but can you please help me with this website? Like, sure. You know, so I have to go back to the ICU experience because there were only a couple of things that like kept me here earthside and one of those things like there were a couple experiences where like I don't know it felt like I was like being drawn into this like warm blackness and every time like I was thinking about going into that like one of my loved ones would come and like hold my hand and that was and then I was just like I can't leave I can't leave my little brother here you know and and the second thing was like the thought that Grace could not run Tiny and Snail by herself. <laughs> I was about to Thank cry, but thank you for making me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. I cannot yeah. leave Grace alone with this business. <laughs> I was like, she, she won't be able to manage. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, having a purpose is probably a great yeah. thing to yes, I have when you're almost dead or dying. Yeah. So Grace, I think for you too, like, and you've been the one, I mean, you've kind of, we told you how to like, you know, find your way into working with influencers and, and going about that. So what are some things that you've done recently that have sort of, let's say this, the best sales that you've had this, this year. So kind of what's gotten you here? Like, what was the big change that you've made other than the product being awesome, but you still have to have people to sell to, right? You still need yeah. customers on but your email list. Before we do that, before yeah. you answer, Grace, I want to, I want to preface this with something. So when we were working with them, we had to kind of push them right a little bit to get out there. And I think that their dynamic is very similar to myself and Jacqueline, where, um, someone takes the lead. And in this case, it was Grace. Grace oftentimes will take the lead so Leah doesn't have to, uh, uh, you know, reach out to these people in, in a, a really good way. Sometimes she'll pre pretend to be Leah. When I was putting myself out there before, sometimes I'd pretend to be Jacqueline in the DM, right? It's a little bit easier. Also, a lot of times I don't do anything. Jacqueline does it all for me and it gets me 80% of the way. I only have to come the uh, extra 20%. So 
I wanted to preface it with that, with having a, you know, someone out there that pushes you into discomfort, but at the same time kind of holds your hand and leads the way. So I think that's what a lot of times Grace does. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I mean, Leah is just, we both love art, but Leah is just, she has that particularly special gift. And so like for this collection, she was working her tail off, like creating the art and digitizing and making it really beautiful. And so it's like, okay, I have to take on reaching out to people and the the visibility piece of this to really like make a splash with it. Um, and so, yeah, influencers have been a big part of our marketing plan. Um, and in, Instagram is so amazing. Like to have that as a free tool where we can access basically anyone if they happen to read our DM. Um, and so I think I've just, it, it didn't happen from the very beginning. Like I was definitely more scared in the beginning to reach out. And now I've more gotten to a point where it's just like, there is literally nothing bad that can happen from this. They can only say yes, ignore us or say no. Like there's no, (laughs) there is no harm in trying to form a relationship and reaching out. Um, But one thing that we just really try to be like authentic and genuine and build real relationships with people. And so I think that's really important to me with our influencer strategy is um, when we find people who we think could be great, we really try to like build a relationship with them first and, you know, start following them, learn what they like, like comment on their stuff. Um, And then when we reach out, like the message that I craft, I, I do try to make it personal to them. And, um, yeah, and that seems to really work for people. I mean, we had like, we had over 20 influencers who we were able to send packages to at this launch and it is so much work and it's a lot of like organizing and I try to make each package extra beautiful for each person. Um, but then yeah, some of the shout outs that we get are just so nice and really amazing. And, um, so it totally it's worth it. And then, um, I mean, some of those relationships we get to keep on facilitating and, and you just have like a lifer with you who's willing to like share your story on their platform. Um, so it's been really impactful for us. So would you say, so you sent out about 20 packages for this last launch to influencers that you had reached out to and then they spoke about you. And then I know that you've had growth recently. You had like a massive growth in your email list and also followers. So was that attributed to working with the influencers? No, that was more, that was a giveaway that okay. we did. So we yeah, did, we used yeah. King Sumo and we um, partnered up with, uh, postmarked studio and they um they do a monthly subscription box um and so my pet porches are really popular um and with king sumo we tried really hard to like uh give an extra incentive prizes for people who you know really shared but weren't the lucky winner um so yeah we grew our uh, newsletter list by like 500 people, I think. Okay. So that was a giveaway that was built with a collaboration with another business. Mm-hmm. And you also did the influencer marketing and that's sort of the two things hand in hand. And they were both done on Instagram, right? 
Yeah. yeah. We've also been really good at posting like every single day and really showing up in our stories, mm-hmm. which I think, you know, only makes people see your content more. Um, so that's been really big. And we started doing like, I'll do a week. Grace does a week. I'll do a week. And so I think you get to hear both of both my sort of more, I tend to like be a little philosophical on some of our posts and, um, you know, Grace Jeff only brings like a party element. (laughs) (laughs) You both are such a light in your own way though. You know, you really, really are just, um, just a, a, a great account to follow because you really are genuine and caring and you really exude this positivity in your own way. Um, I don't know if Grace is party animal, but she definitely is um, positive and light and just, uh, you know, has a beautiful, or like her name fits her like yeah. perfectly. And Leah def- definitely is more philosophical and different um, in a, like a little bit more artsy for yeah you're like yeah no you're an artist like you're Mm -hmm. like intellectual and you're artist and you're deep in that way and like you portray it in different ways too so Mm -hmm. I love it I also I also have to tell people I have a four-year degree in fine arts as well because sometimes you can get this you know it's like no I actually have a BFA you know yeah my my niece is an artist too <laughs> do you know how many nights I didn't sleep? I don't know. Art doesn't have an end. That's the thing. When you go to art school, there is no like do this and you write this paper and you're done. Like when you're painting yeah. something, it's done when you say it's done. And like if the deadline comes, it's like I don't know how many nights you were awake, but I was awake for probably oh, four years. Man. Yeah. I I was often at the studio until like two in the morning. Oh yeah. Um, we would, we would call each other at like six in the morning. We'd have a project. It would be like Mondays or our biggest day, like for illustration. And we'd call each other be six. Are you done yet? No, I'm still trying to do it. And then like you roll in and it's just like, everyone's doing constructive criticism. We're all like trying to hold our eyes open while like our works on the walls. So yeah. <laughs> at one drawing oh, class I had like, I had been working on this drawing all night and I just pinned it up on the wall and our uh, class started at, I think it was eight in the morning, which is like ungodly early for college students, <laughs> but <laughs> I slept through my alarm. And so it was really funny. Cause like I came out of the very end of class and they were like, Oh, well, we critiqued yours anyway. Cause it was on the wall. <laughs> so like, <laughs> technically I wasn't late, but <laughs> anyway, yeah. Oh, art school. Oh, yeah. Art school, yeah. Which is such a good, um, like prerequisite to the real world. Because getting critiqued on something you feel like is so part of yourself is certainly a part of being a product entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You always feel like you're having to put something out there in tangible form and people say what they want to say, you know, yeah. or in, and it feels very personal. So I think that that's probably a good, um, you know, dipping your toe into getting some criticism for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We I feel really like Grace good. and I work. Yeah. Well, I feel like Grace and I work well together because there's either two responses that Grace gives, like, uh, I think you could change it a little bit here, <laughs> or, oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> and uh, There's no in-between. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it, I mean, she's almost always right about when it should be changed. Um, sometimes when she's like, I love it, I'm like, well, it's not done yet. <laughs> but, yeah. The conversation I had with Mina yesterday, was like, I have a genius idea, and we got on a call, and she's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
You know, and I was like, okay, all right, all right. I thought it was a genius for a minute, but maybe yeah. not. No, I bring genius ideas to Grace almost every day. And she's like, uh, I think we need to focus on just like our cards. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Like, is such the idea person. And I'm like the execution, like, let's uh-huh. go at this. Yeah, logistics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the idea was not, not brilliant. It was definitely brilliant. It's just that can making it in a form where we have to push other people to do it is kind of like our job. So for me, I was like, oh, I don't know if we could do this in this way. I'm like, you know? I see it. I see it all. I see how to do it. <laughs> um, so what, what are your, so we're, you know, um, well, one, um, congratulations on Leah Lives Day because we're just a few days off of that. This is, it's August 19th. I'm recording this. We're like five days off, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I'm glad we get to record this live with you after. So Leah, I didn't know that August 14th was Leah Live Day because that's the day that my daughter had her open heart surgery and lived as well. Really? No way. Yeah, she went in uh, like 11 p.m. on um, August 13th. She lived August 14th. She came out at 4 a.m. Wow. It's a magical day, apparently. It is a magical day. It is, yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. So what And then the stars aligned and brought us together. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. And magic has happened. And that's- The universe had a plan. We're so proud of the two of you. I mean, just from- really finding your way through this. You're both highly coachable. You both want to learn a lot. I know you've been learning and nonstop, and then you also implement and take like big action, right? Big risky action, which is something I want our listeners to just think about. Like even when there's risks, even when things feel scary, even if you're knocked down time and time and again, that you get back up and that you keep moving forward. So a lot of us have mindset issues of things that feel super scary. Um, but then you have big life-changing events like Mina and, you know, Leah and Grace on these, it's, it's those times where you look back and you're like, what, what, what do you have to lose? Right. Like text DMing an influencer, you know, staying home during a pandemic, like we're all good. Like we can do this. And you've really brought that Mm -hmm. to us. So what are your, what are, what's happening with Tiny and Snail now moving into Q4, which is like gift giving card giving best time of the year for you all. What, what's happening with Tiny and Snail? Well, so we just, yeah, we had our launch of our Courage collection. So we're still really selling that. We ended up selling out on certain designs on our pre-launch day to our email list, which basically means that we need to buy way deeper into inventory. Uh-huh. <laughs> My and husband had a nice- uh, those cards as well too, don't you think, Jacqueline? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, say that again, Mina? <laughs> I was going to say we need them. Yeah, we need oh, those cards. We will get you some. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they're just such amazing designs. And so anyway, we're restocking on those and we'll just keep on selling those. But then um, we have a fall collection that we're super excited about. And at first we were like, I don't know, should we launch this? Because it's just, it is going to be kind of close or it's like sandwiched between mm-hmm. the current collection and then our winter collection that we've been planning. But we're just like, you know what? We're just going to do it. Cause I think we have, we've just grabbed onto this attitude. Like we get to do this. We get to do this. Why don't we just do it? Um, yeah. And it's like we have this second chance. So um, we're going to launch our fall collection sometime in September. And then we have a really beautiful winter collection coming out and, um, and that'll be in time for the holidays and stuff. So I think it's cool because people can grab from anything we've already done with like the signature collection or keep dancing, but then they'll have 
the Courage Collection option, this fall collection, and the winter collection. Um, especially with like prints, we make really beautiful eight by ten archival quality prints. Um, oh, we partnered with uh, Sarah Cornwell Jewelry to do these limited the edition necklaces that we're wearing. Amazing. What does it say on there? Does it Dora, say something? And then the the word that oh <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're a bad ass. I mean, we might as well say it at this point because okay. if it's either one way or the other, we'll have to. Okay. That's yeah. amazing because you were in the mastermind together. And so that's, I think that's the thing also that is maybe something here just to understand is like that you're willing to collaborate and that, and I think within our masterminds or within our community collaboration, sometimes people are like, well, who do I collaborate with or how do I do this? And we're like, look to our community. Like we've built this, the product class community we've built. And then if you work with us in smaller groups, like multi-stream machine or in our masterminds, then you've got even closer contact with people. Did you see actually, um, Two of the people that were uh, Janelle from um, Wreath and Robe, like we have a bunch of other masterminders wearing her voter shirts. So I love seeing oh, people cool. that have worked together all wearing each other's stuff. Because mm-hmm. when they're like, who do I buy from or how do I start my list? It's like each other. Let's start yeah. with each other. You know, let's support each yeah. other first. Um, yeah, women lifting up other women is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah earlier, before we did this collaboration with Sarah, we had done a collaboration with Zatka Decor. The Jennifer. Um, Jennifer. She was just on yeah. our live. Oh, cool. Oh, really? Oh, nice. She's so great. So her her little beautiful um, concrete holders were so perfect to hold our cards. So we had done that. So yeah, I, I think we've just met such great people through your masterminds, through the community. Um, and it does, it brings in this new energy when you can partner up with each other. Can I yeah. add something to that just in case? So I'm going to like try and sell your stuff right now. One of the things, one of the words of advice, one of the things of advice we gave them in the mastermind was to collaborate, let's say for the holidays. So I'm going to tell all you product people out there for the holidays. Um, we, you have to deliver value or something extra. And so people are not going to, to be special, special. So a lot of families aren't going to be together and they're going to want to deliver gifts to people. And they're not going to want to just come in like an Amazon box, right? They're going to want to make it feel special. And so in Rocker Holiday Promotions Challenge and whatnot, we've talked about, can you gift wrap the item? Can you offer mm-hmm. gift wrap? Can you offer a handwritten card? So some people are asking, well, okay, handwritten card, where, where do I get them? So we told Tiny and Snail. So if any of you are thinking that, Tiny and Snail sells wholesale. So you can come to them and buy some beautiful cards. So when you're supporting another small business, you're supporting this business, and then you can then offer these cards as either an add-on to your, um, to the price of your product, or it could be that extra value. So let's say in the month of November, you're doing, um, you know, cyber month sale is that we're going to wrap and give you a gift card for everything. Right. And then you could take tiny and sale and then you can kind of feature them as like a collaboration. So that's just my coaching thing to them that I'm then telling the world, if you need cards for your, for your customers, get them at tiny and sale. Right. Because one of the things we taught all of everybody in Rock Your Holiday Promotions is this year, people are going to be more thoughtful with the dollar they spend. And so you need to kind of push them over that buying. Why am I going to buy? Well, a hundred percent, they're going to buy an add on probably because they're supporting small businesses. Right. And this particular business has such a beautiful story and something where it is into the idea of giving and positivity and bringing light to a season in your life and to the world. So I think that that just goes hand in hand really well. And another thing I wanted to bring up was that um, the Keep Dancing collection and the Courage collection, we give a 
portion of the proceeds to the Craig Hospital um, Foundation for Spinal Cord Research. And we're really hoping to partner with other, or like find other um, like awesome organizations to donate to with each collection we do. So we haven't really picked what our Christmas collection will be or holiday collection, but um, it's just another way that we like, well, you know, it's just like really cool to be able to give back in that way. Yeah, um, it really is. So. But yeah, but thank you so much for that shout out. Any businesses <laughs> yeah. out there, we really would love to to partner in that way. And um, I have the, I brought these little like tiny cards. These are so popular on our site and they come with a really cute little mini envelope. So I think this could be a good option. So um, can you read for, like, that off to us stuff. for the podcast listeners? Yeah. So it's a very, it's a really mini folded card and it says tiny newsflash. It's going to be okay. Right. Um, could we all not use that card right now? <laughs> <laughs> and what do we call the tiny cards? Tiny cards. Tiny Tiny cards. Oh no, that was another discussion we were having in the mastermind of like what we were going to call certain cards. Mm. Oh yeah. That's our fall line actually. Okay. Okay. We won't, we won't give it away. We have to follow. (laughs) So thank you ladies for being on. You, you are both incredible women and we're so honored to have you on the female founders podcast and that we hope to continue to support you in your business. So tell our listeners how they can follow you, buy from you and, um, what else do I say? Share you? Share you. Share. Yes. Amazing. Um, so we hang out all the time on Instagram. It's our favorite place. Our handle there is at tiny underscore and underscore snail. Um, and all of our shop is on a beautiful website that Leah's created, tinyandsnail.com. So that's where you can buy all of our stuff. And if anyone is interested in wholesale, um, we do that through bulletin so they can find info on our website. Right. So just go on in there and then if they want to email you for a wholesale or do you want them to just head over there? Oh, they can definitely email us okay. or DM, or DM. Us. Go to the DM. Yeah. DM. Go, to, yeah. go to our DMs. Um, yeah. that would be great. We do a lot of business in the DM. So, um, so amazing. Thank you both for being on today. We're getting tons of comments because we recorded this live on Facebook about so inspiring. They're going to check you out. They love the idea of buying from you for cards for the holidays. Um, and it's been an honor, ladies. Yeah. Thank you so much. Here. You both have meant so much to us. We really, really appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. We you miss too. you. I know. We'll hang <laughs> out on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, wait, before you go, we want to remind you that we've created this incredible masterclass. It is totally free. It is our pivot and sell masterclass where we are going to teach you how to create a plan to boost your sales and grow your business right now. You do not want to miss this. It's totally free. So Mina, where should they go? Go to pivotandsell.com and you guys can get that free masterclass and get started on creating a plan to boost your sales right now.